This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. Guys, this is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in your mind that we're not, never claim to be doctors. No, we're just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves from fitness and want to help you with yours and the health concern right now. Let's introduce Into the Weight Room. A guy who's ready to chatter, because he's one of them chatterboxes. You do you think so, Stang? Yeah. Shot Clemens. Uh oh, guilty! You <laughs> caught me. I, I'm a chatterbox, and uh, I have to admit that here on the show. Oh, Thanks man. for having me and letting me just release all this chatter. Uh, I realize that I can't say anything wrong today because <laughs> no, I'm going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Uh, <laughs> let me just uh, qualify our guest with his credentials. Uh, he loves hearing this. Comedian, writer, actor. Yep. He's written for great shows like Workaholics, The Grinder, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Co-host of the hilarious podcast, The Hollywood Handbook. Rock and roll. Thank you for being here, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. And writing on a brand new show that's starting soon. Right. Yeah, making history. Please do watch all you dumbbells out there. Hey, all you dumbbells out there who watch TV. Mm-hmm. All the people Fox. that listen would love that show because it's all comedy people that everybody. Yeah. Sundays fl- on Fox, 8.30, and just tune in and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You just don't, don't. Watch it live. Don't DVR it anymore. <laughs> the way know? everyone watches TV. Yeah. I mean, it, there's this a is reason. A, this is a water cooler show, right? Yeah, yeah. This, this is a water cooler this show. This is one of this is like a lost style. <laughs> like you're gonna be standing out you're gonna be left out at work if you're not saying, like, hey, what's g- going on? Is there a polar bear nearby? Uh-oh. Or you polar- know, like hey, why don't is this spoil happening? It. Yeah, I didn't mean to spoil <laughs> Lost <laughs> season two. <laughs> <laughs> there's a polar bear in it for no reason. Or mm-hmm. is there a reason? I don't know. Making History is going to be one of those shows, so get that turkey in the oven early. Yeah, put the turkey in, watch the show, go back, check on the turkey. <laughs> it's not done yet. The show's only 20-something minutes. Yeah, 22 minutes. That turkey, you started too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Start that turkey at noon. Have you guys ever nailed the turkey? No. Liked like- it? <laughs> uh, no, that's not. Huh. What I meant like cooked one perfectly. perfect, like just really got the turkey just, just got right. It right. I'll be I gotta say no. <laughs> I, I think it's honestly impossible. It's a question every year, right? What about comes... deep frying a turkey? Yeah, people rave about Crispy. that. Crispy. I've seen that outside. done really well. Yeah, I think I've had one. I've tasted one. That's I feel been like really deep good. fried is probably the best way you can do it because they'll stay juicy. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because. Mm-hmm. But the fryer is a fire. Stay juicy, hat. my friends. Stay Remember? juicy. <laughs> oh, Remember man. Dos Equis? Dos Equis, that, that whole campaign was about being juicy at first. I, uh, I, and, it was, and it was about, like, the pants. Juicy they, pants. Yeah, they pivoted from, <laughs> it was a tie-in. It was like yeah. Juicy Pants and Dos Equis were partnered. And then right. they just went like, let's just do it on our own and make it about the beer. Uh, smart. And where's Juicy been since? Yeah, Nowhere. No. no, they had their run and they're out now. They fucked it up, man. Stay I, juicy, my friends. I went in for this commercial campaign for Terminex. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Did not get it. <laughs> but Bummer. the director, it was they were deadly serious about it. And it was the director that shaped, didn't create, but shaped the Dosecki's Stay Thirsty, my friends. And so there was like it was basically just How like, do you get that credit? He like to shape it. Did I think he, he say, did all of the episodes and like it. cast the guy or did most of them or whatever. 
and he uh, he wrote all this stuff about the character, and it was like an action hero parody, and like you know they're like in the vein of Die Hard, and you basically just talk about termites or whatever, deadly serious, and then the audition space. They had like an obstacle course set up and he had to like jump over chairs what? and like crawl on the ground and stuff. And it's that weird if you've been in for a commercial. Did you win? <laughs> didn't win. I mean, you didn't get the audition, but did you win the obstacle Didn't win course? the obstacle course. Oh. Didn't get the audition. Oh, that's uh, disappointing. That was a bummer. I was frustrated with myself. Yeah. And, you know, my, you didn't get the flag? I got to be honest. I'm at home listening. I turn off this podcast. <laughs> I go, this guy didn't even win the obstacle course yeah. in the Terminus he audition? He yeah. should. I mean, and he's going to try to tell me how to stay healthy. I'm sorry. Uh, Trust me. We've got- both, in Double Dare, we've both gotten that flag out of that. <laughs> Booger nose. The book nose, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've won. Nothing worse than seeing the person feel around up that nose and not get the flag. Hey, man, it's slippery. Screaming. As a seven-year-old, screaming at the top yes, of my lungs right. at this person. It's real slippery in that little pool of slime. <laughs> and you spent most of your energy just trying to climb up that slide the wrong way. Yeah, family doubled there. Somebody's bald dad choking. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but anyway, I did not I did not get this spot, but they, they were deadly serious about how, like, the whole the backstory of the character – and the person that went in before me was Lou Ferrigno Jr. Oh, there he is. Lou cool. Ferrigno's actual son. How Did, big is he? Is he he's thick? Bu- he's, not like, he's not as tall as his dad or bodybuilder size, but he's a built dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only like a year ago watched that Pumping Iron documentary. Oh, and it's, it's compelling. so good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. scary. Amazing. Yeah. It's am- I mean, Arnold is such a great villain. It's incredible. Ama- yeah. Like, he's just so charismatic. You're not surprised at all that he became, like, a megastar yeah. and a politician. You're just like, yeah, this dude is just, like, playing head games with everyone. He you, knows. He's kind of so cool. He long, knows. long to see him doing more of that kind of stuff because you're like, oh, he's kind of figured out, I guess, what people tend to respond to. But, like, when he was more evil it was great yeah he's funny right. like legit funny well he and- became a hero and then he but like he would have been a great villain yeah <laughs> yeah they made him like conan and all conan and all that stuff too early yeah and then they should have made him a bad guy first mm-hmm. for but a while in like public speaking i've even noticed that he's a little more like you know i want to tell everybody that i'm going to be back like he does these weird like sound bites but in pumping iron like he's more conversational and more funny like he's so like the day before the competition, he gets invited with Lou Ferrigno, who's his nemesis in the movie. He gets invited by his whole family, and they're trying to kind of like ice him, you know, yeah. like to show take him, him like, to breakfast. Yeah, right? take him to yeah. breakfast, like and show him how badass Lou is. And so he's like, Lou's not eating, and Arnold eats like a full breakfast, and then he says, Two more weeks, you know, you're not ready. Two more weeks, and then maybe you have a chance, but then I'd be bigger too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 and then, like he jokes that he's shaking when he's eating, and then like he's just like comfortably eating and relax. And poor Ferrigno's just fucking man having a hard mind time. games, bro. It was yeah, a really incredible documentary. But um, why'd I bring it up? Oh yeah, who did you ever see those Terminex spots? Did I haven't they show no, up I, on TV. I haven't seen them yet. It was I haven't seen them either. And pretty, I was hoping that that would, I mean that's right in my wheelhouse. Die Hard obstacle course Terminex commercials. Sure, I would have loved them. I haven't seen a single. I one. hate termites. I love fitness. I love action movies. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love commercials. I broadcast love, commercials. I love anybody who has shaped a career for another. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The architect of the Dosaki State. There's <laughs> yes. not the creator of it, but no, no, the no. architect. You know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you guys are making fun, but uh, you should see the swimming pool. But that that those Cleos put in. You know what I mean? Are Cleos a uh, 
commercial awards. Mm, they oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a couple of Cleos from those spots. Here, okay. I mean, All he's right. big time. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. He's got a three-bedroom house. <laughs> um, probably. Uh, fitness. You casually mentioned fitness. This is a fitness show. You oh. know why you're here. We're your trainers for the next hour. Yeah. Uh, Go easy on <laughs> We're not well, going to work out. We're just going to talk. Uh, off mic, we, uh, we talked about kind of where you're at currently, but I guess we can kind of we can get to that. What's your background with fitness? Where Did you play sports growing up? Yeah. And then when did you start getting into exercise, and what have you done in the past? Um, I mean, I was a big tennis player growing up. Tennis? Like, oh, that's and, cool. And, and, I, and I think I um, showed an aptitude for it pretty early and, and sort of cut off like other – sports um, oh, which so is, it is one of those sports i feel like where like the people who are really good at it all hate it you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah yeah like agassi like famously like hated right. playing tennis right. steffi Graf, and and the best kids in my high school too were like that like they were like all going to like d1 scholarships why is that they, why is that a sport to play but a sport to hate i i guess it's a really individual thing yeah um and so you're sort of alone out there and there's so much training to kind of get to like the absolute top tier. Sure. And I do one thing I really remember about there was these two twins at my high school, the Pileshi brothers. How the, come that's always the thing too? Twins. Yeah. I don't know. Brothers. Sisters, I guess because they have a they have a hitting partner for their entire lives ah. who's like at oh. the same level they are. So That's totally it. <laughs> so like they uh they were great. They were like one and two in the state and they and they hated playing tennis and you knew they were getting full rides to college on. Sure. And one of them, I remember the only time I ever saw him enjoy it, he played like the number three kid in the state and just demolished him, like just punished him. And he got off and he's like, you know why that was so fun? And I was like, why? And he's like, because that kid loves tennis. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and I made him hate it today. And wow. it was like, oh, you just like want people to feel the frustration yeah. you do. That's also a sad family in there. Yeah. Um, the Pileshi family. Yeah, the Pileshi. The Pileshi brothers. Nice guys. Nice guys, um, but love to see pain. Yes. Did enjoy making other people feel the same way they uh, did I mean, about I guess that that's, was that high school? Yeah. Yeah, that's high school boys. Yeah. That's right. We all did that. Yeah, essentially they were like bullies yeah. with tremendous skill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worst kind of bullies. Yeah, I had these guys that weren't quite twins, but they were the Betancourt brothers. They were like Irish twins or whatever to where they were less than um, an Irish p- apart. Is that what an Irish twin is? Yeah, Irish. Less than a year. Yeah. Uh, Irish twin means that they're less than an Irish person. Yeah, apart. That's, that's what it means. But uh, they were like, w- they were wrestlers and they were like fucking animals. Yeah. Like literal animals. And I would play with them because they lived in my neighborhood, but they would like fight each other, fight me. Like I, I would not be surprised if they got in a fight with my dad or something like that. Oh, level right. of, and I remember we had, uh, oh, what was it? A Joe Montana football in Sega. Did you guys ever play that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some way that you can kind of hack it that I knew where I just kept onside kicking, you know, like I would onside <laughs> kick and immediately recover my own kick and then like drive down and score. And I was, it was Brandon and Dane and I was playing Brandon and I just kept onside kicking, boom, recover. And he was like, don't do that again. I'm like, all right, totally. Yeah. Well, this is serious. We're playing serious now. Boom. Onside a kick, dude. And he's like, I swear to God, if you do that again. And so like, Okay, no, I totally won't do it. And then I onside kicked again, and he grabbed my controller and threw it as hard as he could across the room, and it exploded. 
And then, like, I think he did, like, an open-handed slap on oh, my face. Jesus. And then, stor- like, crying, like, stormed out of there. Crying? And did- yeah. And then, like, just lost his mind. And then his brother, Dane, was like, that was so fucked up, man. And then, like, ran after his brother. And, like, it- <laughs> wow. We, pl- we played the next day, but, you know. You but, did. I mean, like, that level of, like, but they were amazing wrestlers, but also hated it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. From a whole family of wrestlers. What an intense <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. So, uh, so anyway, I yeah. like I started playing tennis pretty young and um, had like a good like court sense. Like was like attacking the net right away and stuff. And so I'm kind of like put my athletic resources all into that. And and there was no middle school team. So in middle school, I ran track and ran cross country, and was like pretty you know pretty okay. Yeah, I mean the races aren't long. Then they're like you know, like cross country was like three miles or something. It's a three mile course, yeah. right? Five yeah. k. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wickham Park Invitational. There you go. Maybe I got a little medal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I still have it in my house. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it's I'm wearing on. it. <laughs> <laughs> you do picks for these episodes. I yeah, got yeah, the medal yeah. On. We do. Just have the medal on um, me. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was into that, and then when I went to high school, I I you know played tennis all four years and yeah. was varsity and did that. And then did you play in college? Um, so I wasn't good enough that I would have played in like D one or anything. I did get some interest from some like smaller schools uh-huh. and like what I actually got. And this is an interesting thing that, uh, will happen i think because division three schools do not have sports scholarships. Okay. But I did get a letter from the coach of the tennis team in my academic scholarship package, which was far beyond what my grades or SATs would have earned me. That was like, can't wait to see you on the courts, Sean. <laughs> and, oh, and so it was sort of like a thing where the tennis team uh, had recruited me and I wound up, I only, you know, I only went to college for a few months. Like I, I left, but, um, the team that year was like all freshmen and they won their whole division. So they oh, wow. clearly put a lot of investment that year into like, we're going to redo our tennis team. Like, we yeah. care about it now. Um, so, wait, I pro- did you would have played? Or you didn't play it? No, I didn't want to play because I went, I only went in the fall and then in the spring semester, I withdrew from right. my classes and left. Crazy. Um, but that, so yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder if I had gotten involved and played if I would have stuck it out there, if I would have been more interested in school, you know? Yeah. Did you continue to play um, tennis, like, recreationally? Yeah, recreationally. I I played some, like, uh, you know, I moved back home for a while, and I played a little bit there. The whole time I lived in New York, I never played, because it's, like, so expensive to play in New York. Oh, I was going to say, because, like, where UCB is in New York... I mean, on 26th Street, there was that thing that was on, like, the fucking roof of that Gristides and stuff. Yeah. It was, like, a tennis court, Yeah, you right? have to have a membership to, like, an oh. indoor court there. Yeah. And, of course, everything in New York is so expensive. So, like, uh, I didn't really know anyone who played there. And then when I moved out here, I actually started playing in a doubles game with Besser. Do you guys know that Besser plays? Uh-uh. No. So he's a big tennis player, and it was, like, me and Besser and BJ Porter and Jay Martell. <laughs> What? And we played every week, and then I would play. So I'd play with them on, like, Tuesday mornings at, like, 8 a.m., and then I'd play with BJ on Friday night, play singles. And at that time, too, was when I first moved out here. And I moved to, into an apartment that had like a twenty four hour gym, like as as part of the facility. So I was in crazy shape. <laughs> so oh, I was playing wow. tennis twice a week, sure. And I was like working out all the time, and it was uh, I loved it. And and the, and I I played primarily doubles competitively, so it was like really fun to play with those guys. But Gee, what's I fell off it? 
What's Besser like? McEnroe out there? Is he screaming and yelling and stuff? He's got a big serve. He's got a big serve. Um, he's, I mean, <laughs> this you is Matt Besser he's, found a UC, UCB. Yeah, one of the one UCB fours. Yeah. yeah, he's a tall guy. He's got a big serve. Use a lot of spin. He's kind of tricky. Um, and <laughs> wow, he is, uh, as you might imagine, easily frustrated. Hothead. Uh, yeah. Hothead. I, I mean, I didn't see him like flip out yelling sure. i definitely was his partner sometimes and was just off like was pooching a couple shots in the net and would feel him being like come on like, <laughs> <laughs> um but he also you know will give praise where it's due sure never forget the day i hit a perfect half volley and he just went sweet half volley <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably get more praise on the tennis court than then you in do the on improv the improv room with that guy um hey. yeah so i was yeah i played that out here and i've had a couple like regular times that i played games out here but what i was telling you guys before is um i've had some knee problems got it oh yeah and right that all that like lateral movement and stopping hard on yeah. like your side like started to be diminishing returns for me in terms of like i love playing it's super fun but uh, I just I, I worry about injury and how stuff. long ago did you stop playing regularly like that? Even like you know doing the twice a week down to like once a week to like what is it at now or anything? Um, it's pretty rare that I play now. Okay. There's been one or two people who I like talk about doing a pickup game, so maybe I'll play like a couple times a year. Uh huh. So um, when was like when was when did it stop that you did this twice a week thing? Um, a couple of years back. Yeah, and that filtered down when I got when I started to get more regular work. work. Sure. And it was like, oh, I can't like do this every I just can't schedule it as easily. Um so cuz then it was like I can't play in the morning before work cuz I'm not going to have time to like shower and everything. Right. Um plus smartphone technology at the time. You couldn't work while you were playing like you could now. Um right, exactly. Right. Yeah, cuz exactly. now there's tennis rackets where you can hook your iPhone to it so you can play. Yeah, there's an app for that. Yeah. Is something we like to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that a- <laughs> You came up with that or was that mm-hmm. the same guy who uh the iRacket. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's what's next. Oh boy, you know what that sound means? That's our five-star motivational marker that happened. 20 minutes in this time, but hey, we're just here to motivate you. So if you are exercising, awesome. If you want to start exercising while you're listening to this, start doing it now. But we're not going to force you. Not going to force you, but if you are, take pics or it didn't happen. Just a nudge. But we are going to um, give some love and some motivation to three people who have rated us five stars on iTunes with their own personal uh, motivation. Right. I'll do the first one. Carlito 3313, way to keep at it, motherfucker. <laughs> you like that? I like made the motherfucker real predominant. Oh, we you got wanna, it. We got it. You want to do the it. middle one? Yeah. And we'll have Sean do the top one. Stepping razor. Keep stepping with a close shave, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, then this is that? the final one. Weiger jumping jacks. Disciplines a muscle. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That was our five-star motivational marker. If you want to hear your iTunes handle read out loud on one of our Dumbbells episodes. And you want us to say motherfucker afterwards. Yeah, Mm -hmm. along with a custom piece of motivation from us, the Dumbbells, and our guest. All you have to do is rate us and review us and re-rue us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, and then if you guys are working out, take pics of it. Put us in the at mention on there, and we'll retweet it with the hashtag pick proof. Yeah, man, we'll, 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 we'll prove that you are working out, um, but awesome for you. Um, so, uh, but Sean, so now with the knee injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you, did you ever get an MRI? Did you know specifically? So, okay, what so the- I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll talk. So one thing is when I was 14, I got hit by a pickup truck, and I, used- I, and I destroyed my left Ooh. leg. Like, um, Buried the lead on that one. Yeah, yeah. sliced through a bunch of shit in my knee. Ooh, and, um, Jesus. There was damage to the growth plate. That was like the big thing. They were like, one of your legs is going to be way longer than the other. Oh, but it didn't, it, thankfully, it hasn't had like a big impact. Is it actually a little bit shorter or longer? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but like, yeah, so that... Wow. was a big thing where I was always a little uneasy about yeah. my knee because there was such a um, long recovery time to that before I was, like, back, like, doing sports and stuff normally yeah. again. And that and, was at 14? Yeah, that was when I was 14. And so I— How, how long were you in bed for? Um, or just Well, immobile? I mean, the, you know, the, the greater aspect of that thing was, was a head injury where I, like, broke the orbital bones and had— Holy uh, shit. I had, like, a seizure and I had, like, traumatic brain injury. So what? I was in ICU for, like— Three or four days, and then I was in the hospital, just like in bed for another week or two. Were and you then like I was chasing like a, after a ball in the middle of the street or something? Um, no, I walked. I used to walk all the time down to uh, this place called Pops Pizza, um, and and I get a slice. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I walked down there with my neighbor. And uh, the quicker way home was to kind of cross the main road to go back, even though there were back roadways. Sure. So I was crossing the street, uh. and it was one of these situations where. There was a car making a left into the parking lot, if you can picture it. And people can't see my hands listening, but it was making I you know a left it, out of that's the, all, that's the most important a thing, left out of the right lane, and then a car coming you know straight in the opposite direction went around them. Got it. In order to uh, you know just like cut into the wrong lane just for a second, because it's yes. a small town, I, it's not a big deal usually. And uh, when they went to turn back into the lane, I having them hidden from me. Because because the car was because making the car a left, was, right? They were going really fast, so I didn't see them when I first stepped out. So I'm halfway out in the road when they went to turn back into the lane. To I'm get there. back in the lane, ah! And my neighbor had just entered the road behind me, so they were kind of like, "Oh, we have to hit one of these kids." Jeez. And so it was like, the so good they son. hit me head on, like whatever, going like forty. Holy and just, shit! Yeah, so that was like a big. Um, I just like I always was really sort of nervous about of course my, my my leg um and it's one of those things too where like I now will Ugh. have pain in my other leg but it's probably because I spent so much time right. correcting yes. by yeah. like, being off of the leg that had the initial injury right um so anyway uh that so I, I always assume that any like pain that I've had or issues I've had are somehow related back to that happening but I. Went on, played tennis, like did a lot of um, workout stuff. And then I got really into uh, circuit training. Uh And I would go to this place called Sweat Garage that was like, um, you know, 25 minutes on the floor. It's on Fairfax. Oh, It's like 25 minutes on the floor doing like floor workouts different every time you go Mm -hmm. in. It's like CrossFit where it's like a workout of the day. 25 minutes on the treadmill and maybe it's all hill runs or maybe it's all like backwards running and lateral running or maybe it's... And I loved it. And that was probably the best 
shape in terms of just like pure like Muscle overall yeah. strength uh-huh. i've been in where i was just it was all like practical i was always doing something different when super was this? challenging this was probably three years ago okay. now through three or maybe a little more and uh my wife and i were both really into it we were going to that like three days a week and then i'd do something else run on my own but I was doing like bench hopovers and I was doing these and it was like this sideways pressure on my knee and felt something not right. And then every time I was taking stairs and we had our apartment had two levels, every time I was going up the stairs, I was just like, there's something wrong with my leg. Yeah. So then I went to a doctor. He did a bunch of resistance tests and then went, look, we can take an MRI of this. We're not going to find anything groundbreaking. You shouldn't run. Like, don't right. run. Like, don't run for three months. And I was like, come on. Because I just, at that point, I was getting that huge endorphin rush from yeah. this workout. Yeah. And it, you like, were, like, doing so it consistently. Good. Like, you were you were feeling it was part of your lifestyle. So mm-hmm. then, like, three months is, yeah, we'll crush it. Yeah, exactly. And so um, you know, I'm also realizing as I talk about this that this is weirdly one of the only topics you can get me on where I'm totally sincere about it the whole time. <laughs> i was just like oh people who tune into this who listen to anything else i do will be like what the fuck is this <laughs> um, why does sean care it's, yeah. <laughs> is this oh, it's like because the, he's talking about his own just body like so deep in character he went <laughs> yeah, all the way they through can't w- they're waiting for like the bit to reveal Wendy, itself yeah. <laughs> yeah anyways i divorced my name <laughs> um, so anyway i uh uh, they, he was like, don't run for like three months. And he was like, do, you know, do elliptical or whatever. And I made a face and he was like, you can get a good workout without running. Like you can do it. Yeah. And this I was guy like, works for elliptical. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really good. Yeah. It's actually cool. Cool. There's one do. called life fitness that, uh, <laughs> um, so I like, I started doing more low impact stuff sure. like, and just had to take a long break. And also I had been getting back into tennis at that time. I had found somebody new I was playing with more and I just went like, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Um, and it was especially because it was leading up to, I was about to go and hike Machu Picchu. Really? Yeah. I was like three months out from that. And he had said like, don't do this for three months. And I was thinking like, man, if I re-injure this or if I do something really that. bad, especially like that yeah, yeah, would yeah. be a nightmare. Right. Um, so it was like, I actually took like four months off of running and then went and did that. And it was fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's a lot of downhill, which is, like, really hard on your legs. Yeah, you descending yeah, yeah. is what really gets it. Yeah, it's brutal. Because actually going up, you know, we went up to whatever, like, 14,000 feet or something, and it was and it was fine. Yeah. Like, uh, it's decelerating that, uh, puts sheer force on the patella tendon. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you have some, like, grinding that's happening from, like, a lack of cartilage, it, like, really yeah. aggravates it descending. For yeah, some so it's reason. probably like the, la- like the same thing when you were doing that workout was landing on it. Yeah, well, that's, I'm sure that's what yeah. it was where I'm going so fast. But that was another thing about that class. I mean, part of what I liked about it is also part of the curse of it is, like, they really pushed you. Like, yeah. they would really, like, yell at you. If you weren't, like, if one group <laughs> wasn't doing well, like, the instructor that I went to most of the time would be like, that group is pathetic. Like, you guys quit on me. And you'd just be like, wow. And you would be so, I was like, I'm going to be in the group that does better. Sure. And, and it pushed me to, ultimately, I feel like that's part of how I got hurt, is that I wasn't just listening to, okay, I'm having some discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> I can take it easy. I'm a 35-year-old right. man. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing this purely for my own health. So anything sure. that's going to injure me is, like, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 
It's so hard to turn that off though yeah. when, when you're in the moment. Well, yeah, and then also like it 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 plays on like this kind of fruitful labor of like, oh, you get something out of this. Like it feels good to it's get great. Some, some praise and win and you know, yeah. be involved in something that's good. But my question would I would be curious to know like what specifically is going on with your knee like what's the mechanism of injury like is it i believe it probably was just tendonitis i bet that there's a i bet there's a real lack of cartilage in there i bet yeah. there's not much cushioning at all so you have some bone on bone yeah I have some bone on bone and i bet that the so, tendons were inflamed and i probably tweaked something or had like a really light sprain i think that i had at minimum like a sprain to my mcl when i had the initial accident right and so i'm sure i'm more prone to that happening again right Right, so um, so the fear is that this tendonitis will creep back up if you're doing high impact injury and uh, or high impact like, exercise, exercise, yeah. yeah, and then that's like a like a chronic injury that's yeah. that I'm just predisposed to it. And the best thing that I I feel I can do is do a lot of things that strengthen the muscles around the knee without actually putting a yeah. lot of impact on my knee, which is hard because you are going to have to use pressure on the knee joint right. to work those muscles, but like trying to do things that are more that are more low impact. So yeah. then after the big hike, your knee didn't hurt too bad after it was it, it, was, it was hurting while I was doing it. I actually made some peace up there on that mountain. Yeah. <laughs> where I was going I was so worried about it and I was like I had these hiking poles and I was like trying to like put more pressure on my right leg and take the harder steps that way. And I just went, you know what? Like if I'm going to fucking blow my leg out and have to get helicoptered off the mountain, like that's just what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to, it's not going to be like, I took this one step correctly and that saved right. it. And then I just started to push and it was great. Like yeah. it was, it was a really amazing trip and thrilling. And I just was like, I'm not as with so many things in life, I get no benefit from worrying about what might happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, I've done the responsible thing right. leading you take up the, to it. You take the right steps to get there, then you just let what's going to happen. right happen. steps. Good for the hike mm. thing. No, 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 I didn't mean that. Yeah, That's no, a that was really good. great no, wow to turn the it. phrase in that That's way, good. to apply it to this. Wow. You're like a Mark Twain over there. Yeah, that is somewhat <laughs> Twain-like. Um, he would always do that. <laughs> that sounds about right. You're, I'll take that. <laughs> you're a smart humorist. Let me think right? about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels good. I'll take it. And I'll tell you the other thing that also at the at the time uh, was really weighing on my knee was so I played tennis growing up and yeah. I've always I, I've been a big basketball fan I love the NBA I love watching basketball and I never played I was always like this is just a sport I don't play yeah and my wife knew that I really liked it and had bought me basketball lessons oh shit basketball lessons yes so there were like these guys that i would go meet on these like random courts in the valley and they would like drill me Whoa. like i was on a high school basketball team sometimes with like a 13 year old kid there too sure sure um <laughs> but i got really because i knew all these people who played pickup games and i never felt comfortable going because i just had no background of playing sure. whatsoever um but i'm an athlete at the end of the day right and you, you want to get in that and and i can move. learn it yeah you want to get in that chandling game so i did learn it and i and got, you could probably cut pretty well because of those because of those tennis lateral moves. movement and yeah. endurance and all that yeah. stuff it was like i could play good d and just stay in front of people but um i had no ball no handling shot. i had no like finishing at the rim i had no but i so i learned some of that stuff and got to a point where i like started playing in pickup games but that also was like you know, at that time, I'm I'm over 30 years old, and I'm starting to jump all yes. the time. And it was, like, not 
anything I'd ever done. And yeah. I feel like that contributed to. Sure. God damn. That's frustrating. Yeah, because I was enjoying, I was like, oh, this is like a new sport I'm picking up. But it's just like, it's not something you pick up when you're older, really. Yeah. I mean, you can. And, and I did to an extent, but it's just like not the best thing for me to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, again, where it's like, if you're really going to do it and you're, you're taking the responsible moves or steps towards it. <laughs> moves for basketball. Moves for basketball. Your instincts. Trust your instincts. Man. And I've been there and seen guys blow out their ACL yes. or whatever. Like, I've I just know. seen it happen, these non-contact yeah. injuries, and I go like, all right, well, I can go and start playing again, but that's just like, feels like it could be on the horizon for me if I decide I love it enough yeah. that I want to keep doing it. Okay, go ahead. But yeah. that's just like a likely possibility. And then you get scared about it, you know, and then you get scared to play. Yeah. So you're not going to play. And then it's not fun. Yeah. Hey, you got both of the dumbbells here. It's me, Eugene, and Ryan. Yeah, I'm here too, dudes. I know. We all know you're here. But why are you here? I'm here because I want to implore everybody that's listening out there to make their next move and to make their next website with Squarespace. Yeah, that's the place to do it. Um, because they have uh, award-winning, beautiful templates. Yeah, they got award-winning, beautiful templates. They have award-winning 24-7 customer service. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can make a beautiful website all on one platform. There's, like, nothing to install, patch, or upgrade. So it's all in there. Yeah. And uh, they got domains, guys. They got domains. Unique domains. Yeah. Unique whole, domains. A whole unique domain experience. That's a, that's a sound and movement and thing, the, right? It's fully transparent. It's easy to set up. So here's the thing. If you want to launch an online store, if you want to, uh, I don't know, share your music. Yeah. You want to share artwork. We always talk about, uh, you know, I feel like, be, like starting a website could be, is usually something creative and, uh, you've got this idea and you get bogged down with how am I going to get it out there? And I think that Squarespace solves that for you. Yeah. Cause you can make a website there and they will take care of any of the technical jargon that you don't know. Well, no. And the template thing is what's cool because it's like you don't have to build it on your own. They have like a million different things that you can look at. It's not actually a million. Don't fucking bust me on that. Bust them on a million. (laughs) But they have different things you can look at to make it custom to however you want to showcase your shit. Yeah. So check it out. I mean, that's the place you should be making your website. And get this. If you um, want, you can start your free trial today. Uh, at squarespace.com and enter offer code dumbbells d u double b e double l s and you get 10% off your first purchase what's up Use 10% that. off the first purchase what the fuck else do you want yeah what do you want a million percent don't quote me on a million don't quote us on a million but make your next move with squarespace yeah i'm i'm going to say this wrong but if you don't say it then. <laughs> this wrong I told you I was Uh oh Guess okay. who's sharp too um, Not me I was gonna uh, If you like If you google this it'll You'll be able to find it But have you looked into high I think it's like high uronic acid Treatments for your knee No Or high uric acid treatments for your knee hmm. So the, the data is like incredible on this And it's for co- these repetitive stress injuries Yeah And I think insurance covers it now It's not it's um, and it's like these non-invasive things that people do, is, you know, that are that are dealing with limited cartilage in there. Yeah, and uh, I was reading about it oh, maybe like two years ago because I have so I have knee issues. Yeah, also. you have a knee. I do too. Yeah, I think I, it's just also knees are just 
rugged. They're yeah. not. Yeah, I've had they're not surge- made to like last your whole life doing <laughs> yeah. a lot of exercise. Yeah. The I've way, had you know three surgeries on mine. One yeah. ACL. I had my ACL redone, and then two scopes since then. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I was like looking into it. I'll see. I'll see if I can pull it up, and I'll send it to you, and then I'll link. I'll I'll, I'll tweet about it too on the dumbbells. Nice. But it's yeah. It was like the 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 data on it was compelling. Like it seemed more than just like a. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. looking for too much of a ba- or you know like a cortisone shot that I'm that I'm a prisoner to and then I you know is ultimately going to fail me or yeah. make me you know like embolden me to exercise in a way I shouldn't. Yeah, most you know? of the stuff that uh, I feel like you can do like that, it's just like, well, you want to put off doing that as long as you possibly right. can. Like yeah. at yeah. some point, you can do it because you'll like need it to do it, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, like, because that's like uh, any kind of uh, knee replacement or uh, cortisone or anything like that. It's just there's such a short shelf life on it. Yeah. So this one to me felt like it was a little bit more of like a long term solution. Oh. And then I think it treated like inflammation specifically, but it was cool. <laughs> this is a great piece of information that I have. You know, maybe one percent knowledge on hey, that I'm throwing out still, there, but it's worth looking into. Uric acid. It pee might on your knee. <laughs> yeah. A way to remember it, if you want to look it up, you don't have the podcast in front of you. Pee on your knee. Pee on your knee. Urine, urination acid. Good stuff. You're three for three, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need to get a scope done on my knee. Yeah. I'm Scope's like, a slam dunk, though. They're, yeah. They're really good at doing them now, and it's the downtime is very minor. Yeah, yeah. They said it's only like uh, four to six weeks tops. Oh, for scope? Yeah. Wow. Are you getting a scope or are you getting meniscus repair? No, 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 just a scope. But that's like tops, tops. Yeah, but they you'll said be, you'll, you'll be, be this, moving around. You'll be the next day. Yeah, moving yeah. around the next day, but back to doing. I'd say even sooner than that. All right, I'll let's tell test that to it. their fucking face. Let's I don't give test a shit. I don't, who is this doctor? Call uh, him up. I, I'll or call, call her up. I'll call him up because I need to make an appointment. <laughs> get, let me get on the horn with him. I don't know. All right. Uh, um, Sean, so yeah. uh, so then what are you doing? So then that's all so now, in the past. Yeah, I'm not present so day. I'm off the um yeah, I'm I'm not doing that circuit training, even though I think it's a great, great workout. Yeah. I totally recommend it to people. Um what I'm doing now is I have a gym membership. One thing also that's in the past, more recent past, is I got into yoga because I had so like I had so many flexibility issues. Yeah. Um and I found that the balance and stuff was really great for my legs. Yes. That like the oh, leg good. strength that I got out of that was was excellent and like the kind of stuff I needed. Um and that I didn't have the kind of pain I would have after running from it. Uh but I also have been just I join a gym, I do my own workout. Yeah. I go, I do like whatever cycle of stuff I'm working on that day. If I'm gonna do, go do like a bunch of upper body and I'll do like all my like back and shoulders and chest stuff. Or I'll do some leg stuff, and then I'll always do, you know, uh, abs and cardio, right. and then stretch at the end. Um, are you following some kind of program, or are you just kind of going in with like? I just kind of go in and go like, this is kind of what I want to work on today, and uh-huh. I do the different exercise. And I've done, you know, I've had enough background of doing different sure. workouts in the past that I feel like there's most stuff I can cover and sometimes I'll sort of see somebody doing something and go like all right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. um but be especially going to that um circuit training they gave they taught you like a new workout right every week and so that I learned all these different exercises that I didn't know before and so I'll you know I'll do some variation on that but at my own pace um you know with with my own Without sort of internal yelling, motivation yeah. 
and checking in with myself and do that. And I was doing yoga and I liked the way I felt afterwards. But what I was finding was I always dreaded going. Like I didn't want to go. I did not really? want you to like get the up way to you... start to go. You liked the way you felt. So I'd always leave end... going like, I'm glad I did it. Sure. But that, I feel like that's every exercise. Kind but of. that's not me with the gym. I love going to the gym. Oh, you do? I want to go to the gym and spend like two hours there. Like, yeah. And right now, since you know I'm not working, it's just like I can do that. Sure. And I'm like, I just want to go there. And, and they have you know yoga classes at the gym, and, and maybe I'll check one of those out. But for the most part, like... I enjoy it, and yeah. I want to do it, and I'm totally motivated to do it, and and I like the way I feel afterwards. And so I'm just like, well, why am I using one of my workout days to do something that I don't want to go do? The answer is probably because it's like healthier for me and something I should be doing. And yeah. I, I, I was telling you guys before I have, in addition to the knee stuff, I have um, maybe from tennis and also just probably from bad posture and stuff, but I have severely pronated shoulders. And uh, my so my shoulders are folded far in, and uh, I used to be a massage therapist, and <laughs> I've I've gone to a few massage therapists, and when I was in school there, and they're just like, man, your shoulders so fucked up, like you need to be doing like that doorway stretch, sure. Like, so and you the, know an hour a day, and those and that yoga stretch is probably the best thing for you. So is it possibly the studio that you just don't like? No, because I had been to a few, and this was, like, my favorite instructor and studio mm-hmm. I had been to so far. And I've gone to others. And, yeah. like, this this was the one that I liked the most. I just don't. It's more. The beginning of it, I don't like. Right. And I do not really like the constriction of, like, the class time. Like, I, I want to go to the gym, and, like, if I leave a half hour later than I was planning, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I see. I, I see. I'm with. I I was on like a big yoga roll too, but I'm with you. Like, there's something in like the negotiation of it. Like, it's like it takes more brain power or nerve energy to like muster up to like get myself there, get in there, get my spot, get started, and then get into it. Versus like the gym where it's like it's just me. Like it doesn't. I don't know. It's it's like two different like mental muscles. There's yeah. something solitary and meditative about the time I spend at the gym. And, like, I even, you know, I had, a, like, trainer approach me at the gym the other day and start being like, what are you working on today? And I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to be by myself. <laughs> sure. And get my pump on. <laughs> yeah, get your thickness on. <laughs> and, and, but you're also into group exercise because you really like that, that circuit training thing. So it's yeah, not I necessarily the idea of, you know, doing any kind of group exercise. It's just a yoga well, there's a thing. mental, like, but, there's a stillness that has to happen with yoga. Like, sometimes, I, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I would always be happy with myself once I did it, but it was, like, hard to fucking get yeah. in there. I and think I enjoyed it's good. It. I think I should be doing it. You should. It. Yeah. But um, I think that now, because I have so much free time, that I'm just, like, doing what I want. Because yeah. I actually have time to go and spend a bunch of time in the gym, do all the stretching I want afterwards. And that when I hopefully start working again somewhere soon, <laughs> maybe the making history will come back. Um, Everybody that, watch it Sunday nights. Make that turkey. <laughs> get, get that turkey ready. Um, that when I do that, I'm my hope is like then I'll be more likely to do something that's like a class where it's like I have exactly an hour and I'm right. going to go yeah. here right after work and get it done. And 
it's more it's easier for me to do that stuff when I'm slotting it into a schedule that's already busy. Whereas when my schedule is wide open, I just want like a more freewheeling workout schedule. Yeah, I mean, def. I mean, the idea of just being and there's something great to going into a place that you're familiar with and just doing what you need, you you know your body needs what to do. you personally mm-hmm. want to yeah, do. Yeah, and what you want to do. Like, oh, I want to work on my lats. So then you work on your lats. The thing with yoga for me, and this could just be personal, is I'm, uh, you know, I'm, a cro- I'm into CrossFit. I'm into Muay Thai. So I like the group thing. I don't mind. You, you know, like the tough guy stuff. I love the tough guy stuff. And, and I think that could be it. I feel like when I go to yoga, I have to be on my best behavior. Like I have to like be in a different mind space than I do when I'm when I'm going to work out any other way. You can't just start kicking people. You can't kick people. Mm. I mean, you can't ever <laughs> in general. But you also like you have to get into this different mindset yeah. to exercise. And I think that I'm never if I'm going to exercise, I'm not in that mindset to relax. I think that is I think yeah. it's a similar thing for me because it's always it's the first ten minutes of it. I'm just like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and then by the end of by the end of the hour, I'm like, this was great. Yeah, I'm so I, glad I went. But it's it's knowing that for the first ten minutes, I'm gonna be like, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. Um makes it harder to get in the car and go. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's like and maybe that and maybe that's us just being guys and that's like a guy thing, but it's like I don't know, because when I leave a yoga class, I feel the most challenged because I was not able to do that or stretch in that yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. Insane. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's also like, it's because vigorous yoga is different than meditation, but there's some kind of like dread. I, I like, I'll try to meditate and I do mm-hmm. do it sometimes, but there's a little bit of a dread with that. Like, I just don't want to fucking sit down and do that. And like yeah. doing like, that's like, this is like a hard meditation that you have to drive to. You know, it's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. I don't even want to, like, I can just, like, listen to my own music and, you know. Rather than lead meditation? Yeah, lead, yeah, lead meditation. Lead you know. sweaty meditation? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm with you on it. I and would definitely. you got to go home and shower after. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a rigmarole. Yeah. And you have to it's roll up your mat. A rigmarole. Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? If there was somebody that would roll up my mat. Okay. Okay. I'm 20% more likely I'm, to go. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a pair of pants they that have don't a, have a fucking weird horseshoe on it. Yeah. There's Matt Caddies. There's an app for that. <laughs> Matt Matt Caddies. Matt Caddies. Yeah. Order uh, it on your iRacket. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> iRacket. <laughs> I, and those are both Android apps? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So your shoulders, though. What? So Your shoulders, though. F- flexibility. Yeah. Are you doing a lot of, like, uh, shoulder mobility work, too? Like, the retractive exercises, the bands yeah, I'm and doing, all that? I'm do- yes. I'm, I've started s- working a lot with bands. I do, you know, like, I roll them out with those roller things, those yeah. foam rollers. Yeah. I do um, stretches both. I'll do, like, a doorway stretch where I'm, like, putting my body weight, like, against it and stretching it to pull it back. And I'll do something overhead where I'll, like, reach up and try to, like, lean it forward that yeah. way. And I'll... Um, just try to roll it with the band and do like resistance, like put it over my head. Cause I know that like if I'm flat back against a wall, like I can't really lift my arms over my head cause my shoulders are so, there's so much scar tissue and um, just like 
bundles of muscle that are just locked in there. Yeah. Which makes, I don't get the same results from working out right. my chest and stuff that I would because there's no blood flow going there. Because shoulders are so protracted. Yeah. The chest is shortened. Do you do uh, like a shoulder complex to where you're doing like a, like the Y's and T's and all those movements with your shoulders? Um, n- Not what? regularly. I mean, sometimes I'll do more with my shoulder, but mostly the the main focus is on just trying to pull it back. Pull it back. Uh, yeah. But I'm not doing as much to strengthen the sides, like the delts on the front or whatever. Or or, or even like the rear, like the posterior delts, yeah. like the rear delts. I'll send you, there's this guy, he's a strength and conditioning coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or he was. And he developed this like, this, and it's like a, a series of like three shoulder movements. Yeah, that it's you like do. The, the, the Y's and the the. Tease, right? So, yeah, similar, yeah. Um, that would be great. Variations of those, and it's a complex. So you do these three movements in succession. So you do them all together, and it ends up being like you know, 15 reps of each, so you know, like 45 reps. And, uh, and it's like you do it with like no weight or like a one-pound dumbbell. And if, you're, if you hold everything correctly, like your posture perfectly correctly, the, sh- the, the shoulder muscles that you want to engage should be firing the right way. But a lot of what it's designed to do is it takes you through that movement, but you're engaging like your, your rear delt muscles and these small muscles in your back to hold your posture the right way through the movement. So that's what's getting the most work. Yeah. So that'll help to kind of like strengthen and pull your shoulders back. So it's less about the work you're doing with the shoulders and more about the stabilizing muscles holding those shoulders right. back. Yeah, well, because I'm hopefully increasing the flexibility, but the posture problem comes from the muscles in front are stronger and are right. just pulling, and, and pulling they're winning everything. that fight every single time. Yeah. And the muscles in the back aren't strong. So I do try to do a lot of, like, reverse flies and, and stuff, you know, like, yes. stuff where I'm strengthening, like, those, like, rhomboid and scaling yeah, muscles. Yeah, Have you, you seen the movie Great Wall yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Is it, like... It's a battle between... Two sides. Oh wow! Just like what you're talking about. <laughs> well, and uh, you know, and my so um, like my know. shoulder problems are sort of the coming Mongol horde. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because ultimately, it's going to lead to some pretty severe back problems for me. Yeah. If I don't act proactively. Yeah. Now. Yeah, and that's and that's basically what I was just trying to you know. So I'm building but, the wall, and I might need. A Matt Damon type yeah. with a braided ponytail. You might, or a Tianjin, <laughs> and realize that it's mostly about. I think an alien attack. I think is no what it dragons. Is. Dragons. Yeah. yeah, that's what the wall was there for. Have you seen it? No, but uh, I, I can assume that that's what your shoulder issue is. I saw it. I'm but, curious, oh, to but see only it. because of Matt Damon. I wouldn't have been interested otherwise. Yeah. I thought it was going to be another um, The Martian. <laughs> oh, and what do you mean by that? A trifecta. Like, how would it have been another The Martian? Oh, I was just thinking just that just super funny. No, that there'd be a bunch of scientists, <laughs> and then they'd still. Have Donald come in and play another scientist. <laughs> oh, that's clear. We yeah. need one more scientist. <laughs> we need just like you know they built the Great Wall, and then they needed another person to fight. Matt Damon. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. All these fighters because it, there was not enough. Not the people who came up with the Great Wall and built it were not smart enough to fight on their own. They needed. We got know, the wall, but what do we do when people try to get over it? You're right. <laughs> Just watch. Maybe not. <laughs> Says Matt Damon from the Says back. Says Matt Damon from the Who back. Who is he? I mean, he knows. He knows the truth. He's I'm has- just happy to see a white guy saving everyone. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that the story of the Great Wall? It is. I mean, you know, the real, like, the real story of the Great Wall is, like, 
probably some white guy came and saved probably. everybody. He was on his way there. He figured it out. He figured it out. You know, oh, I, I get what this You're not sure for. if you like him initially, but then he's good. Sure. He's good. Are people mad about that? I haven't seen anybody be mad about yeah, it. It no, seems but... like the kind of thing people would be mad yeah, about. Yeah, no. I mean, there's, you know, <laughs> the invisible like Asian community, movie. yeah, <laughs> would, ne- <laughs> will, would never fight that. A... <laughs> um, but yeah, just like the Martian. Um, or uh, Interstellar. Yeah. He was uh, like an unbilled role in Interstellar. Was he? Um, oh. Yeah. So I'm going to do that Tampa Bay Buccaneers guy thing. Is it with a resistance band or is it just no, a series of movements? It's a series of movements. You can do it with no weights or you can do it with like one, one to three pounds. For, no matter soup how can. Sp- soup can, baby. Grab your ass a soup can. What is that, a pound? Uh, soup can? Yeah. How pound of less. soup. Less than a pound? What kind of soup you get? Clam chowder? <laughs> that shit is thick. Yeah. At least a pound. If you, I always eat about thick like, soup. They don't have a fucking 16. Like, if it's a big can, it's 16 ounces. Chunky. Chunky yeah. soup. Uh, we're getting the chunky. We're getting the hearty, chunky Campbell soup. There okay, you go. maybe. If you're getting um, uh sirloin burger, that's a, yeah. that's a good pound. <laughs> if you, I'm getting Dinty Moore beef stew. <laughs> and in the case of Dinty Moore, yeah. it's at least a pound. Yeah. <laughs> I think they say a pound of ground beef so, in there. It's always good mm-hmm. to get the meat yeah. in the can, because it could be like <laughs> Korean War rations or something. Like, what is that from? Right? Yeah, the meat? The meat? No idea. A little scary, right? Yeah. I wish I could get my meat in beef stew uh, the temperature I want. Like a medium rare (laughs) beef stew. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, this leads us great, like, into talking about diet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It does. It does really. Is your diet, your diet's pretty good? Yeah. Are you pretty consistent with your diet? Oh, and also with your exercise, since you Please. go in to the gym, kind of because you're not working right now, kind of whenever you can and what you're working towards, you don't have, you're not trying to focus on any kind of structure in the meantime? Um, you know, my main thing is like, because I'm always like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, it's this constant thing that you're doing. Like, it's this huge, and it's like, I want to feel good. Yes. Yeah. And it makes me feel good, and I like it. And I want to be healthy. Like, in the long term, I want to be healthy. Yeah. So, like, when I had, like, when I go, oh, I really miss, like, these people putting this huge amount of pressure on me to do these things, which I even tried to go back to that circuit training. And it's, like, when they are sort of barking at you and you're going, like, well, I don't want to do, like, sometimes you go and the class would be, like, there's one of the classes that they do that's almost entirely jump rope. And I just can't do it. Like, I, sure. I mean that much of jump it's just too hard on my legs yes it's a bad exercise for me so then it's like well you don't you know like now i'm picking and choosing what i do yeah then i go well why am i even going you know so because it's like what i want is to be healthy and to feel good that's why i'm doing it and i used to be a little more like really wanted to get a certain visual result where i wanted to look rip i mean i don't know if you remember you knew me in new york eugene yeah i tried to get really big yeah. Like, I got up, you know, I probably was a good, at least 10 pounds heavier than I am now of just all, like, upper body muscle. And just it was going like, for it, yeah. Yeah. I got punched in the face on the subway by a stranger, and I went like, why are people fucking with me all Is the that time? What? And that was part of the wow. my thing of going like, I'm just going to look bigger. I'm going to look like more of a problem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you put... 10 pounds on 10 pounds, least. that's good. Yeah, I was up, yeah, I was, it was probably least, up around yeah. like 180, yeah, yeah, and I'm like 170 now. Um, but like, yeah, it was, and and that was, and I was not doing cardio. I had like two like 40 pound dumbbells at home, and I just 
pumped and just drank muscle milk after. There you and go. I was like, ah. Um, but like you know, I I was aiming for like a certain. And it's just like, yeah. well, I don't. Aesthetic. It's more. I like now. It's more just like, why am I doing it? And so my goal in general is just like, I want to generally be healthy. So I try to mix up what I'm doing. Sure. And uh, and the like, I'd like to fix my posture a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. And do that. But I'm not like, and I and I want to work out hard enough that I get the good like workout pump feeling sure. afterwards. But that's it. Like, there's no goal of like anything I'm trying to achieve in particular uh-huh. beyond that. Just to stay healthy. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. And and, so, and, and injury free. The aesthetics yeah. take care of themselves. Like you've shifted right. to more like you know you want all that being he- all that comes with being healthy. Mm-hmm. You know you're gonna look trim and in shape and all that kind of shit. Well, you don't have and to the, go too nuts with and it, and it's the same with diet, where it's like I don't, I'm not going to go crazy and go on some sort of program, right? But like, there, when I moved out here, I feel like because I was living alone for the first time, like I was totally in control of what I kept in my house, so I had no sweets, like yeah. I had no, I had not eaten, and then I got married. Yep, and my wife likes candy sure and will food? have chocolate, and yeah. I started eating a lot of candy and shit. And then like, a, you know, six months ago, I just went like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm just going to not do it. It is like, crazy that you think about, like, I think about that mentality too of like, you, you try to be so supportive of just going like, well, if this is a thing you're doing, I'll do it too. I'm fine with it. And you feel weird of, of like putting your foot down about diet. But ultimately it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like no, it you do. doesn't. You guys it's are, just like you guys were whipped. I yeah. am. You guys, I, I got totally whipped. You got mm-hmm. totally whipped. You're fucking eating Hershey bars She's and shit. Just like, hanging. God, like, can't she get seized candy? And I'll go and I'll be like, I don't eat this like C's California candy. nougat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like little and a little dark chocolate. I like it, but it just like started to be a habit for me. And right. I go, oh, the way I was able to not do this before is I just never bought it, so yeah. it didn't exist for me. Because I'd be at the grocery store and be like, cookies look good, but if I don't buy them, I can't eat them. What to- about I'm in the room? Totally when, the same. In the writer's room, are you prone to uh, snacking? Or are you- It's tough. I try to have like healthy snacks uh-huh. there. I mean, my snacks are like Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, jerky, uh-huh. Uh, I try to like keep it on because I will snack. I will be eating, but sure. I'm just trying to keep things that are like not a lot of sugar, Smart. not a lot of um, fat. Like you know, just yeah. like high, like I, I try to keep it to that. Sometimes I'll get on a kick with something that is like a snack around that's not good for me. But like for the most point, point. that's my goal is just to like I'm, you know I'll snack. But again, I'm not crazy with it. I eat a lot of almonds, but like I'll also I eat pizza. I eat yeah. pizza every week. Yeah. I know it's not, like, super healthy for me. It's just, like, I just go, like, I really like pizza. Yeah. We order pizza every Monday, and I like it, and I'm not, you know, and if and I means that I carry a little bit of a belly. Like, I'm like, well, fucking whatever. It's also, like, again, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, like, ultimately, you know, what this podcast is, and, and, like, just life in general, when you're in your 30s or you're just a grown-ass person... You're just focused on making sure that you stay healthy and whatever that means. And there's like, and there is the mentality of just like living your life. Like, you you are gonna regret that time that you're not hanging out with everybody because you're so overly focused on, you know, your workout routine and your diet. 
And, you know, there are moments of celebration that you should be having. And there's moments of life that you should be enjoying. Well, yeah, yeah. we talk about food environment a lot. So it's like you, you, had a, you entered into a new food environment with your, with your old lady, right? So mm-hmm. there's candy. So then you change. She's rather young. And at, writer, at writer's rooms, and too. And writer's yeah. rooms, yeah, totally. So, you, so, that, so that's new. So then you're eating compulsively, right? Because you're mm-hmm. in there. You're beyond. You're not hungry anymore, but you continue to eat, right? It's this weird thing. So you have to adapt to that and figure out mentally – how you can survive in that setting. And I think, like, you nailed it. It's just like, hey, you have pizza from time to time, and you own that, and that's the end of it. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Or if you, you have a bite of candy, but then that's it. You know, you don't have to have it every single day. There day's. was a point that it was very important to me to, like, have a six-pack or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, really wanted that and cared about it. Uh-huh. And it was – and it's – a mental it's i mean aging in general right is this mental battle where you look at yourself and you go like that's not me yeah like, <laughs> yeah and you go like holy shit and like my fucking hair's thinning out yeah and my and and i get a little bit of a belly and i go like holy shit yeah like, and it's, it's harder this, to and do it's this depressing yeah and it's like a fight and then you just go like all right well like i want to have a high quality life yes and so what's the trade-off like if I'm down there gobbling on chocolate every night and I don't need to do it and it doesn't make me feel good, then I shouldn't do that. But if I want to eat pizza once a week and yeah. there's a little bit of a trade off there with, you know, um, your health or your aesthetic, you just go like, but I really like it. Do you really like it? Then maybe it's OK. The weird thing is, especially <laughs> with that, nailed it. you nailed it, especially with that, it's like. Pizza's really even not that bad. Like if no. you're doing it once a week and you're you're setting up for it and that's part of your routine and that makes you A happy, but B makes you accountable for the rest of the week of what you're eating. Like mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, I'm not gonna eat fucking chocolate because I know I have pizza on Mondays. Yeah. It like keeps you accountable for everything. Yeah, even if that's not even a conscious thought, even if no. it's in the subconscious, but that sees candy will get you. And then oh, you man. bite into one that's not good and you put it back. But I always circle back around. You always get back to it. <laughs> well, this is rude to leave this here. Yeah. This but you're doing one. that in the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm yeah. eating off the shelves oh, in the yeah. store. Ryan, those stores are dangerous because they give you the the treats. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Um, um, I'm signaling to everyone <laughs> in here. You guys are going like, why did he say it's fine? I'm giving everyone a signal. Yeah, he's going. He says it's fine. He's he's ready to go. Um, uh, we've talked enough about real shit. He's ready to get back. Yeah. Into well, his what room. do you? Yeah. Well, anything else that you guys wanted to cover? I mean, is there? I mean, I just no. Like, this is great. You're in like a good, healthy place. We'll send you that stuff for your shoulders to I, look I at. I think but, about yeah. this stuff a lot. You know, the, um, and the great thing and the healthy thing about having you on here and being honestly passionate about it and not like mm-hmm. you know, um, not, not doing bits, not getting into the bits. It shows that like yeah, where we are in our life, it's good to stay focused on it, but also. To fucking live. Yeah, and the, and the super serious thing I'll say about it, too, is, like, in terms of, like, when I go, like, I want to feel good, like, and I want to build in some way to exercise, it's, like, I have real, like, depression when I don't work out at all. Yeah. And I get in the real funk, and I just, like, am down and i feel like shit and it leads and it trickles into everything else yeah so i know i have to have that physical activity it's crazy yeah and Uh, it's just like you know how do i make sure i'm doing that what's a way and that's like with so if i'm going to yoga and i don't want to go and that's gonna make me more likely to stop going and then i'm not gonna have a physical activity in my life then i go like i gotta do so i gotta set myself up to succeed right 
so that I know I keep doing it. Cause the greater aspect of it is not like how much I'm getting out of the workout, even physically as much as like how much I'm getting out of staying active. Right. In terms of my overall oh, mood. And, me- and yeah, mentally yeah. staying focused on, you know, and yeah, I mean, it is in well, a yeah. way it's a therapy for yeah. you. Yeah. And, and making it, making sure it's your lifestyle. Yeah. We talk about it. It's, uh, you get these mixed neuro associations. So if you do bummer workouts, then exercise in general becomes a bummer for you and you never do it. So we always tell people if you're dreading something, if you're dreading the gym, find what you love about the gym the most. Like my, my joke is like arm day, like just pumping biceps and just say, Hey, I'm just going to fucking go do biceps every day at the gym. Well, you'll you do other trick stuff yourself. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. soon as you get there, I always go like, I'm just going to go for short. I'm just going to go do this. Yeah. And then once I'm there, I'll do any, you know, yeah, like, right. I'll just be, I'll wind up saying, be like, oh, well, I'm here. I'll go do this other thing, you know, like, it, and it's, it's you'll a see great a new, trick. You'll see a new machine. You'll, you'll be doing yeah. like, you know, your shrugs. Cause you're like, oh, this is this day. And then you see somebody else across the room doing something else. And you're like, oh fuck, I haven't done yeah. that in forever. It, it always happens. That's the, ha- that's the hack is just find something you like. Yeah. And then just all you, all you have to do is what you like. It's that's true. And, and you know, to tie it into our careers, that's my same trick for writing is I just go like, I'm going to write one scene today yeah Yeah. i'm gonna write one scene that's it if i'm working on something and once you're in it and doing it it's like well why wouldn't you stay and keep doing it yeah Yeah. but it's like it's the same with exercise and it's also the same focus of like doing you know writing what you like Mm -hmm. because if you're not if you're not focused on what i'm just gonna go there's one scene i know exactly how i want to do it yeah i know this one this is like i know this is what's good about this part so i'm gonna go in and i just like i'm gonna get that down on paper and then as soon as you're in there you're doing it and it's like most things that are like positive to do and hard to do just trick yourself into getting started yeah and you'll usually follow through yeah arm day equivalent Arm day equivalent. Uh, Should we do these real quick? Yeah, we can let's do have, these super fast. Let's have Sean help us on the weighing in. Yeah. yeah. Weighing in. Weighing in, guys. Uh, this is a question that is too big to fit on Twitter. If you guys have a question for us, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at Gmail. It's a question of philosophy that us and our guests will weigh in on. Yeah. Hey, dumbbells and special guests, that's you. Sean Uh-oh. Clemens. I'm in the gym usually four to five times a week, usually alternating between cardio and strength training days. Don't believe it. I love the feeling of knowing a, uh, I did a good job by being a little sore feeling the next day. But then I feel disappointed in the days that I don't feel like that after. Um, uh, she says, for example, like if I ran or bike and I didn't do much with weights, I don't get sore. Is the ultimate goal of a workout to be sore after? Thanks for the podcast. Have it in my podcast app each week. Keeps me motivated. This is from Taylor. Great. Taylor, thank you for listening. Great question. Great question. I, it, yeah, it's come up for me. Like, I always f- like, oh, feel sore. Feels like I did something. So soreness from, like, a, I, just the physiology of it, it's micro fractures in the actual muscle cell, cell walls. Mm-hmm. So hypertrophy is uh adaptive training like you're just you're putting your muscles under resistance so you're giving them stimuli so that they get damaged and then have to adapt to handle that stimuli in the future so if you do something that's that you're not used to like a specific movement or you do it like in a you know like a level of visco like 
like how vigorous you're doing it is something that you're not used to, then you'll be sore from it. And then you'll adapt to it and eventually you won't get sore anymore. So chasing the soreness is, is not, it's not necessary. You get really sore. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, like if you, if you've never skied and you try skiing for the first mm-hmm. time, that's where you get the most sore. Right. It's because you've literally never done that before. Sure. So your body is going crazy. Like you ripped apart all these muscles, cells, walls, and then your body's adapting to get used to that. Or you're doing an exercise that you haven't done in a while. Or you haven't done in a while, or you're doing it with a weight or like a uh, intensity that you haven't done before. Well, it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's an argument for like the muscle confusion stuff though, yeah. right? Where you're like always adding a new thing because then you'll like, you'll get the soreness from the new thing that you did and the old stuff you did is still good. It's just like your body is used to it. Yeah. Right. I've been sore from playing ping pong for a long time. Yeah. Like, and I'll just be, I'll be, it's like two days later, I'm like super sore. My hips are all sore. Yeah. Yeah. Going, the fuck did I do? Like, why is this happening? And it's like, oh, because you're just like, you're stopping on your, you're shifting your weight on your feet so much as you move back and forth. And I'll be like, oh shit, this is from, I like, we got like a ping pong table at one of the writing jobs I was at and I played for like three hours one day. And but it's like anything new that you yeah. do, that's anything just new an activity you don't do. Yeah, and it's delayed onset muscle soreness. Like it's a phenomenon. They used to think they used to call it like lactic acid. It's not that. It's actual tears in those cell walls. And to like real quick to combat soreness, they find that stuff that increases your microcirculation. So hot sauna, like hot dry sauna, mm-hmm. or like a um, low intensity warm up type workout the day after. So actually like engaging those muscles. Anything that increases blood flow. And promotes the healing. But you could even, like, before they would say, don't work through soreness, like, you can work through it. We know a lot more about it now than we used to. Well, because especially if you're just starting out or if you're just starting back out after a long time, I feel like those first four workouts, you're going to be very sore when you go back to your workout. And so to not work through that soreness means you're taking a week off in between every time or something, which means you're not building a habit. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you're not going to build a habit, and you'll never that soreness will never go away. But at the same time, for Taylor's question, you don't necessarily have don't don't say that your workout was bad if you don't feel no, sorry the next day. Not at all. And it's you'll still improve. Yes. You'll still improve. You're going to reach a level of fitness eventually where you're not going to get as sore. It just happens. Yeah. You know? But I mean, but getting sore on doing certain things like working out a certain way. I'm not sore, you know, necessarily from like being on my toes from doing Muay Thai now. But if I was going to go bowling, my forearms would be fucking yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that that's, happens. That's yeah. that's the perfect example because it's like yeah, you want to do Muay Thai or you want to bowl? Yeah, right? come on, I want to bowl. You I want to bowl. Eat, I want to eat that fucking weird curly fries. Okay, last one, real quick. Twitter uh, superset. Uh, this is, comes to us from Alex O. Olivarius at Olivarius. Okay. Right? That's Tips right. on staying engaged through an injury, e.g. back strain. Is it easy to fall back into old habits? Uh, it's easy to fall back into old habits while nursing an injury. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you got to be smart. Yeah, be smart. So don't re-injure yourself. But do, if you have physical therapy related to it, do the physical therapy. Yeah. So that That's 100% a way that you won't fall back into old habits. And physical therapy is fucking boring. Yeah. But but stick to it and, and you have get to over that injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't try to be a hero and try to get out of the hole too early. Yeah, and then also write a goal down, you know, and then have a timeline for that goal and stick to it. Great, cool. Uh, if you have other questions um, on, I don't know, Twitter or uh, email wise, because you need it to be longer. If it has to be longer, you can do ask the 
thedumbbells at gmail.com. If it's on Twitter, it's just the dumbbells. And that's the same for Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. Um, Shauna, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, sure. Listen to my podcast, Hollywood Handbook. Love it. Uh, where you'll hear me never be this sincere again. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> go watch Making History on Sundays at 8.30. Um, turkey. And I think that's it, man. Nail the turkey. Nail that turkey. Uh, you guys, on behalf of myself, Ryan Stanger, and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Sean Clements, we want to remind everybody at home to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. Weiger Jumping Jacks disciplines a muscle, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a HeadGum Podcast.